Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. You can view it any which way you want to view it. But the bottom line, folks, is this. What coulda, woulda, shoulda happened for the New York Mets, didn't. It's as simple as that. The Amazons turned into the Unamazons this past weekend. So now the question is, can they recover or is all lost? Like I said, listen up because you're really going to want to get a load of this. If somebody was going to tell me, and listen, we've seen teams lose three-game series, get swept three-game series before. The Mets did it to people. You know, it it happens. But if somebody would have told me that the Mets going into this series with the Braves, that any one of those teams would get swept, I would have said, you're nuts. You're nuts. Uh now listen, ace pitchers have been beaten before. It has happened. But what happened to the Mets this weekend to me became a head scratcher. You had Jacob DeGrom, you had Max Scherzer, you had Chris Bassett. All right? Three guys. Not half-assed pitches, for lack of a better term. You got what I'm saying? The first two guys, DeGrom and, and Scherzer, five Cy Youngs between them. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. You know, not, listen, I, I've al- already read the social media, and, you know, people have gone nuts. Like, these guys are dogs, this guy's a bum, people are killing Francisco uh, Lindor. Listen, Lindor doesn't look good to me. Something looked wrong. He he looked lost at the plate. I, I didn't like his at-bats. He looks like he was swinging off the ball. But, you know, the guy's had not a good season. He's had a great season. But this is life in a big time on a grand stage. What coulda, shoulda, woulda happened, didn't happen. What you did in the past, it's like, what have you done for me lately? And when push came to shove, money on the table, crunch time, the Mets failed to get it done this weekend. That's what happened. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, now let's take nothing away. Let let me preface this. Let's take nothing away at all. In fact, not take nothing away. Let's give due respect where the respect is due. These Atlanta Braves are the defending World Series champion Atlanta Braves. They were champs last year for a reason, and they're terrific this year for a reason. They're not only good, they have terrific young talent. And you, if you want to see a difference in two teams this past weekend, one played with extreme confidence 
and the other did not. One played with extreme confidence and the other did not. I mean, the Mets had 11 hits last night. They left nine guys on base. They couldn't come up with timely hits. Couldn't come up with timely hits. So now you have a question, what happens next? You know, oh, is all lost? Are they done? They can never recover? You can't say that, and I wouldn't say that. What I would say is the Mets, if the Mets are going to go into these playoffs deep, you know, past the wild card round, they made life a lot more difficult for themselves. They're going to be facing, they'll be facing, you know, as of this moment when I'm talking to you on this Monday, they'll be facing either the Phillies or the Padres. And my gut feeling is they'll face the Padres. No walk in the park. But those those games, it's a two out of three. And if the third one's necessary, all three get played at City Field. And here's... Let me follow up. Do you expect DeGrom, Scherzer, and who else, Bassett, to go into the dumper for the second series in a row together? I don't see that happening. So if you want to look at the cup half full, I don't see that happening. If you want to look at the cup half empty, that's on you. Now, if they get out of that series, and again, coulda, woulda, shoulda, but if they get out of that series, should they get out of that series, they're going to be facing the Dodgers. Now, that ain't no walk in the park. And, and you, you know, when I talk about this Atlanta Braves team, you know, this Atlanta Braves team, they lost, think about it, they lost their their heart and soul and slugger, Freddie Freeman, to the Dodgers. They lost their heart and soul and slugger, Freddie Freeman, to the Dodgers in free agency. They signed Matt Olson. All, all Matt Olson has done to date, I think it's 32 bombs and 99 runs batted in. Yeah, the guy's batting 240, but are you kidding me? That might be a message to some Yankee fans, too, who to this date don't know what's going to happen. None of us know what's going to happen with uh, Aaron Judge remaining a Yankee. I'm, I'm just throwing that in. But what my point being on that, guys get replaced and teams regroup. Trust me, I'm not throwing something out for the sake of throwing it out. I, and I would certainly want Aaron Judge to stay a Yankee. But guys get replaced and teams regroup. And nothing could be a better example than Matt Olson repla- <laughs> replacing Freddie Freeman with 32 homers and 99 bombs. Excuse me, 32 homers and 99 runs batted in to date. Okay? But I looked at the team last night. And by the way, since I'm speak- speaking of Freddie Freeman, kudos to one New York Met, one Jeff McNeil who got three hits last night. He he got seven hits in the series. He is 
batting, he's batting 326, one point behind Freddie Freeman, that same Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers for the National League batting title. How about that? And, and, and I saw some hard hits by the Mets last night. So, some hard balls being hit. But they just didn't get the job done when they needed the big hit, when they needed somebody to come through. And again, I'm not putting this all on Francisco Lindor. I know, I mean, there'll be questions. You can't do that. I Well, you, I guess you can, but I won't. Did the guy look, He to me, he looked lousy. Just didn't look right at the plate. And you know what? I, I don't care if you're a little leaguer, a minor leaguer, or a major leaguer. Confidence has so much to do with what happens. Confidence has so much to do with what happens. And if you looked in the Mets dugout, and if you looked in the Braves dugout, the shots and on, and on the faces of the various players, you could see confidence illuminating out of the Braves dugout and questions and doubt leering its ugly head out of the Mets dugout. Now, again, all is not lost. I, I don't believe that for a second. This is a very good Mets team that has now, you know, took it a big-time stumble, hit a pothole, and for all intents and purposes, cost them the division title. I mean, all the Braves have to do is win one game or the Mets lose uh, the, the, the Mets lose one to the Nationals or the Braves go ahead and uh, win one against the Marlins and it's over. The division title is officially the Braves. But to me, uh, what the Mets need to do against the Nationals, they need to get their mojo back. They need to get some confidence back. You know, listen, they they had to put this kid, Francisco Alvarez. I mean, he's the youngest player in Major League Baseball. The Mets young catcher, DH. I mean, the guy's like 5'10", 230s. You can see he's a fire plug. They put him in this series. You know, they're trying to make something happen. That's a tough spot. It's a tough, tough spot for a young guy. And you can tell he was trying to make something happen with a swing at a bat. That's that's what youth does. I mean, he was swinging from his heels more times than not trying to jump on the first pitch. He, he didn't look scared, not by any means. I, I mean, he was stepping to the plate with confidence, but that's a tough, tough spot for a young player to be in. Tough spot. So again... Is all lost? And again, I say no. I say the Mets can recover.
They go ahead. They come home. They go to, to the nation's capital. They play the Nationals, and then they gonna, they're going to come home to play uh, in a wild card. The home team. City Field should be rocking. Met fans should come out in droves, will come out in droves. They should be rocking. You're going to have DeGrom. You're going to have Scherzer. Come on. But again, you've heard it say said many, many times on any given day. And when you get to these games, anything can happen. Nothing is a given. We've learned that from this past weekend. Let me, let me say one other thing. I keep hearing... June 1st, the Mets had a 10 and a half game lead on the Braves. 10 and a half game lead. If anybody wants to call this a choke, that would be absolutely ridiculous. Is is it heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching and disappointing? Yes, indeed it is. But when the Braves cut down that Mets lead, they didn't cut it down because the Mets were collapsing. They cut it down because the Braves just weren't losing. They went on a ridiculous run. A ridiculous run. I think, I don't know, one point they were 24 and 8 or 20, some, some ridiculous number. They just cut that lead down. And then... We got to this point. They got the three games at home. So here we are. Here we are with the New York Mets. What are they going to do? Are they going to regroup? Or are they going to go to the outhouse and stay there? It's up to them. Don't, don't. Don't mistake disappointment for choking. You know, I, I use the same analogy right now with, with, with Aaron Judge. You know, Aaron Judge has captured the fancy of the baseball world, and rightfully so for, for the Yankees. He's had, you know, an historic, amazing MVP season. What happens you know, he's been stuck on 61. What happens if he doesn't get it? I expect him to get it. What happens? Is it going to be a choke? Will the pressure have gotten to him? I don't think the pressure has gotten to him. I just think you don't hit home runs all the time. We've gotten used to Judge doing it. I, I don't like that choke word. You, you have to look at the whole body of work to understand it. And the body of work that happened with the Mets this season has been not good. It's been excellent until this past weekend. Then it hit a major pothole. Then it was a stumble. You know, it's not like 
they were embarrassed in the three games. It's not like they weren't in the three games. They were in each and every one of them. And quite frankly, a hit here, there. And we're not talking about what we're talking about right now. But again, as I opened up the show with what coulda, woulda, shoulda happened, didn't happen. The one, the one guy that really, I don't want to say broke my heart, that's too dramatic. Chris Bassett was a 15-game winner, a solid veteran with a good mindset. He was awful last night. Less than three innings pitched, three hits, three walks, a hit batter, a home run. It, it was that to me. I, I mean, he took me on a roller coaster. I mean, I thought I was on the cyclone in Coney Island, vomiting. I mean, that, that, was, that was like a rough one to watch. But again, as using the best old cliche of, a, of them all, it ain't over till it's over by Yogi, and nothing is over right now. The race to win the division might be over, not officially yet, might be over. I would quite frankly expect it to be over later tonight. But whether that happens or not, it's up to the Mets to regroup. It's up to the Mets to look in the mirror. It's up to the Mets to stop scratching their heads and saying, how did this happen? Just look in the mirror, face up to what indeed has happened, happened and do something about it. You know, fist bumps and high fives and all the chest bumping and all that stuff, that's all fine and dandy. Okay, so you got yourselves kicked in the teeth. What are you going to do about it? Now, I happen to think they have the right guy leading them in manager Buck Showalter. I think Buck remains calm. Buck knows how to handle adversity. I think... He's the right guy in the clubhouse, in the dugout right now. But in the end, it's up to the guys on the field. Because Buck can't swing the bat. Buck can't throw the ball. Buck can't catch the ball. Buck can't pitch the ball. It's up to the New York Mets. So go take care of business. In Washington. Go right the ship. Get what ailed you this past weekend out of your system. And go regroup. Turn the criticism that you're getting right now and you're going to hear for the next few days. Turn it into cheers. Only way to do that is to do what got you to this point. Good pitching, good hitting, good overall team play. That's something that unfortunately disappeared this weekend down in Atlanta. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter 
at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can check me out on my website at russsalzberg.com. Got to thank my home here at Believe.com because, as I've said many times before, Believe is indeed the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.